listening to the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Hey, good evening. It's the real May 2-4 long weekend. Like, this is this is actually it. It's May 2-4, except for it's not the long weekend. I meant it's the real May 2-4 weekend, not long weekend. We celebrated it a week early. Uh, so, sorry, friends, you're going to work tomorrow. Um, I checked out a couple of really great places this week. I always like to share that with people because I find that... Uh, I'm pretty active on social media, and I find that people like to kind of get recommendations or ideas, referrals from people that they kind of know or or feel like they know. I do the same with people when I'm traveling or visiting a new place. But um, I checked out a really cool um, little Taiwanese snack bar in Cabbage Town, downtown Toronto. It's a really casual, fun little place. It's right on the corner of Carleton and Parliament, and it's called Campai Snack Bar, a really like fun, casual place to grab a cold drink and some bar food that's inspired by street food in Taiwan. So I went with a few girlfriends and we ate most of the menu actually. And the guy who owned the place, he's like, I'm really impressed at how, uh, how well you did. And I'm like, you know that we are a group of eaters and we could absolutely do that menu twice over. Um, and of course I have interest in this because I am Taiwanese. And uh, while I may not be super familiar with all the street food in Taiwan, it is really fun to see that a trendy spot can open up in Toronto that highlights such a specific region's food and that it can do well and that people um, of all backgrounds want to check it out and want to try this food and that it can be located somewhere um, that like Cabbage Town, which just has such a mix of people and a mix of um, ethnicities. So, you know, it's kind of nice to see that in this day and age, um, food from, you know, different cultures and ethnicities can really draw curious people out. And I think that's a great thing about Toronto is that uh, it's always nice to know, and we take this for, uh, I think we take this for granted, that we have access to really amazing cuisine, authentic cuisine, from so many parts of the world. Um, So again, that's Camp High Snack Bar in Cabbage Town. And I have two great guests joining me during the show tonight. News Talk 1010 is once again taking part in Toronto Taste. It's a great food event that raises money for Second Harvest It's taking place Sunday, June 7th, so it's coming up very quickly. Um, You can still buy tickets. Toronto Taste is celebrating 25 years. Now, the event has grown, and the work that Second Harvest does to deliver food to people in need has also grown because the need is there, and they need to fulfill this need. And there's a lot of hungry people in this city, and unfortunately, an incredible amount of waste. So I'm going to talk to Tanya from Second Harvest in the second half hour of the show and uh, just talk about, you know, the food that they're able to rescue and then redistribute to shelters and schools and uh, communities where people are going hungry. So it's just, um, it's kind of like two polar opposites of our city. So that's something that that's good to know about. Even if you can't donate money, and you aren't able to attend the event, you can perhaps find a way to donate food. Maybe you work for a company that has, um, you know, corporate events or something like that, and you always have extra food left over from a big party. Uh, you can also donate time. They're always looking for volunteers. There's all, all, all kinds of ways to help out. So we'll find out more about that after 8.30. Um, and in studio with me right now, I have registered nutritionist and founder of SproutRight.com, Leanne Phillipson-Webb. Leanne, nice to see you. 
Lovely to see you too. Huh? So I know uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk about natural skin care through the decades. So what you should do in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. and so on. Because yeah. it's different. It's What you do in your 20s isn't quite the same, same, right, as your 50s. Yeah. Every, your lifestyle's different. Your skin's different. Uh, you know, you've just been on the planet for longer by the time you get to your 50s. So there's, there's a lot of things that, that change over that time. In your 20s, your skin always looks good. In your 20s, you cannot sleep for four days and you can still look okay. As you, now that I'm approaching my 40s, uh, if you don't sleep eight hours a night, you suddenly look 80. That's basically what's happened. <laughs> That's what's happening to you. <laughs> yeah, like that. when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I see my mother. Uh, um, I think it happens to us all. <laughs> uh, oh, and I think Leanne, you would approve of this because I know uh, Leanne and I are Facebook friends and sometimes I post. I love your Facebook feed of food. <laughs> Do it's And crazy. I know sometimes I post it and then I, I think, oh, I hope Leanne doesn't see this one. And then she comments on it and I post sometimes very rich and decadent things like yes. ice cream sandwiches and brownies and, and all this. And Leanne will comment, I hope there's some vegetables in there. Yes. The vegetables aren't as exciting to post, really. I know they're not, but. Wow. <laughs> Some days it's just like sugar, 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 sugar. But I think you'll be proud of this. Uh, on Friday, I went to Norfolk County, which I've never been before. Okay. Um, and I went to visit an asparagus farm there. Oh, wow. So which is really cool. And it's asparagus season now in yes. Ontario. Like yes. it's in all the grocery stores, the farmer's market or the little farm stands on the side of the highway. Like do yourself a favor. Yeah. Pick up some local asparagus because, you know, it, it's such a short season that we get to enjoy it things is. that are grown locally. Yeah. Um, and so it was really cool to sort of see the see them out in the field, um, you know, cutting the asparagus. Yeah. I learned a couple of things. Like they wait until the asparagus is nine inches long before they cut it. So if it's not the right length, they just wait until the next morning. They go back. Okay. Um, asparagus has four calories a stock. Wow. So okay. that's good, right? Yeah. Yep. I was like, I'm going to tell Leanne all about this. this and I'm going to awesome. tell you how I've been eating <laughs> an entire, like, you know, the bunches yes. that you buy yeah. bound in elastic? Yeah. I've been eating a bunch a day. It, isn't, isn't it gorgeous raw? It's great raw. Yeah. yeah. You know what was amazing was um, just picking it out of the ground, actually, yes. and eating it. And it was, yeah. like, actually very watery and, and very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what else did I learn? Oh, in the proper weather, so if it's warm enough, yes. asparagus can grow up to 10 inches in 24 hours. Wow. And that's that's the perfect length to, like, actually cut it. So it grow it can yeah. grow that quickly if the weather's great. We haven't had very consistent weather. No, we you. haven't. But that's amazing. And asparagus is actually one of those um, vegetables that you can buy conventional across the board. Oh. My understanding is they don't really spray it. Bugs don't love it. Yeah. So when you buy, you know, Foodland Ontario and you tend to buy organic, don't yeah. worry. Just yeah. go, go and buy whatever it is that you find. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. good keep to know. It, keep it local. doesn't have to be organic. Um, and there definitely is a lot of it. They gave us all, uh, as a parting gift for visiting this farm, they gave us each 11 pounds of asparagus. Oh, my goodness. Which is 11 large bunches. I, I had imagine. a lot of asparagus. So you going to make soup. I did. I made soup it. today. Yep. I roasted it. Yep. I've been eating it in salads. Yep. I've been. I've had like a full tray of it in the oven. Excellent. Um, and I it's still gorgeous have... in sushi as well. <laughs> oh, you're right. It is. Really good in sushi. Many wonderful ways to enjoy asparagus. I yeah. quickly want to mention to listeners that I do have a contest on my website right now. It's a $200 gift card to a great little boutique that sells um, really wonderful women's clothes. It's called Girl Friday. It's on Queen Street West near Trinity Bellwoods Park. I've been shopping there for many, many years, and uh, it's a perfect time to refresh your wardrobe 
with a new gift card. So my website, paychen.com, you can go there and find out how to enter. And uh, you could be walking out with uh, nice new summer frocks. So um, as I was, and I just like completely rearranged all of my sheets. Um, so as I mentioned, Leanne's going to stick around for the first little bit. We're going to talk about this great skincare, all natural stuff, right? All natural. Okay. Yeah. Nothing from a drugstore. Really? Nothing. So are you talking about like things to eat yeah. or yeah, things no, that we have at home? Yeah, some things to eat, but also mm-hmm. a little bit more about um, skincare from your kitchen as oh. opposed to your uh, your medicine chest at home. Do you recommend putting avocados on your face? Mm, you probably could, but that's not one of my recommendations <laughs> today. I'm going to add that one in. <laughs> Avocado you know, makes, mask. You yeah. You can do that. Because yeah. it's very, like, it's very rich and kind of oily. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't done it, but if you told me to do, I probably would have done it, actually. Yes, you would have. You're very good <laughs> with my recommendations, aren't you? <laughs> it's amazing the things you find online that are actually not all true. Yes. They're not all it correct. It is true, yes. Um, the show is live. You can always interact with us. You can text in at 71010. If you'd like, if you have any questions for Leanne, text in at 71010. We'll try to uh, try to get to them. And as I mentioned, um, coming up later in the show, we'll tell you a little bit more about Toronto Taste. And the work that Second Harvest does, and uh, it's really quite amazing what they do, you know, with a couple of trucks and having to coordinate all this food that is, like, about to be thrown out, about to go to waste, and they find ways to redistribute it and um, and feed a lot of people. So Toronto Taste is a really big fundraiser for them, and it's a lot of fun. Leanne, I don't know if you've ever been. I haven't, actually, but... but- yeah, you've totally piqued my interest. Yeah, it's, fantastic. it's really amazing. They've got like 50 of Toronto's top chefs there. So if you're a bit of a foodie or you enjoy the dining scene in Toronto and, you know, you can't always get out to all the best restaurants. It can right. be a little bit costly. Um, but in one night, you can go out and uh, and actually see a lot of the top chefs in this city and try their food. They've got great like silent auction items wow. as well. Um, great entertainment. A lot of um, like Food Network stars working the stage. So people that you are probably used to watching and and hearing as well. So I'll tell you a bit more about that coming up after 8.30. But after the break, uh, how to take care of your skin, and you should be taking care of your skin, start earlier rather rather than later, right? Absolutely. Is it ever too late? Never. Never, ever, ever too late. You can still still You can ditch that bar of soap and do something (laughs) different. (laughs) You really can. Really? And you'll notice a difference really quickly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So great tips coming up from Leanne in just a few minutes. This is the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. What are you doing to help your skin as you get older? Well, you should be doing something, and it doesn't have to take a lot of work. It doesn't have to take a lot of money either. Registered nutritionist and founder of SproutRight.com, Leanne Phillipson-Webb is here. Uh, you're also a regular uh, on Jerry's show, Jerry Agar's yep. show during on the Fridays. week, right? So yep. on Every Fridays. Friday, just after 11. Okay, perfect. So you can also listen to Leanne then and uh, hear her great tips and hear her scold Jerry, <laughs> I'm sure, about some of his I eating try. habits yep. and his diet. It's, um, yeah. Yep, it's quite often a little bit of a, a little bit of an argument. Yeah, but um, <laughs> everything I, uh, with Jerry is, is a bit an ar- of an argument. argument. You could talk about the weather, and it's still an I argument. Know. No, it's good though. <laughs> he's he's made some good changes, so he's doing good. Okay, great. So uh, Leanne's a regular here on the station, and regular on my show as well. So we're talking about uh, what you need to do to take care of your skin through the decades, because right. you should start when you're young. Yes, and I think one of my biggest regrets, but 
I'm not going to be that hard on myself for it because I think anyone of my generation, I like I grew up in the 80s and 90s as a, yeah. and uh, we didn't wear sunscreen. No. We just went out in the sun. We yeah. wanted to be tanned. Yeah. Yeah. Sunscreen wasn't a thing yep. until I was probably, you know, into university or something. I was like, sure. oh, this is, people are telling us we should be wearing, at the time, SPF 15. Right. <laughs> no, like and now you buy like 100. SPF 1,000. <laughs> um, all right. So let's yeah. let's get started. Where okay. are we starting? So first of all, I've, I've, um, I've actually partnered with the Canadian Health Food Association mm -hmm. to develop everything that I'm going to talk about through through the decades because really we can glow from the inside out. So I'm talking about food all the time. This is a bit more topical, but really, you know, what what's going on with your skin on your face is quite a window into mm. what's going on internally. So That's a few true, right? a few things that you can do differently. So let's start with the 20s. Mm -hmm. So at that time sometimes for some people you still might have a bit of acne going on. Um, you know, maybe your diet's not that great, it's a bit more greasy, fatty food, maybe using harsh products you know, on your skin mm -hmm. that's drying it out and stripping it. So one of the recommendations, as I said before, go to your kitchen is to use raw or unpasteurized honey. Mm -hmm. You can find it in your local health food store and it says raw or unpasteurized. And you can actually put that straight on your skin. It's crazy high in nutrients. So good to consume as well on your toast or mm -hmm. whatever it is you want to do. And really high in antimacterial antibacterial enzymes so that topically it's like putting an antibacterial tea tree oil or something like mm -hmm. that on it it's absolutely incredible and on chfa.ca there's actually a mask so go jump right. on there check it out and you can put it on as a mask you're not going to go out with honey on your face i was going to ask if you could clarify this is not something i put on and then go to bed no They'll just stick to your see my hair yeah. and my like no, it honey on pretty. my face sticking no, to my get your hair case? out of the way. Okay, put it on, put it on your face, do it as a mask, and then move on. Okay, and actually, even before you get to that stage, then coconut oil. I talk about coconut oil all the time. It's absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. You can use that as a as a makeup remover. Oh, so really? it's amazing to take off eye makeup all over your face. And any age can use that. That's okay. not necessarily only in your 20s. But then also, as I said, going from the inside out, then add a multi in your 20s into, into your diet. Because a maybe, maybe you're on a tight budget. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're getting, you know, you're covering all of your bases. So just add in, you know, add in a good multi there. And then that should help your skin and any acne or dryness or whatever, you know, whatever's going on. Or maybe like you said, even if you go four days without sleep, you still look still great. Look okay. But you you want to preserve, you want to preserve that, that, that situation. So into your 30s, so big changes can can happen mm -hmm. during that time. Maybe you're starting your career. Maybe you're starting a family. So busy, busy life means that you're not maybe still not eating as well as you could be. You're not eating a rainbow every day, which is what I talk about a lot. So foods in your 30s that are really high in vitamin C is important because it's essential for the collagen production. That's what keeps your skin nice and plump and looking really young. Yes. So vitamin C rich foods are all the colorful foods. So not only oranges and the citrus, which we typically think of, but like peppers. Oh, really? Okay. Anything that has that orange color. Also, you're going to get some beta carotene mm -hmm. in, uh, in there as well. But kiwis are actually higher in vitamin C or you can take a supplement. So that's another good way Is that way why I it. see so many like anti-aging products with they collagen in them? They do, but that, if you look maybe even in your local health food store, there's a lot of creams that are rich in vitamin C. Oh, I didn't realize that. So you can actually purchase products for this for the skin because the right. vitamin C needs to go in it needs to go in internally. And then also in your 30s, probiotics. 
I talk about this with Is that my, yogurt? Is that the commercial with it's, it's, Jamie Lee Curtis it's and yogurt? The good, yeah, it's the good stuff and the lady doing the hula. Yeah. However, a lot of those yogurts have a lot of sugar in it. So I do suggest plain okay. or just take a supplement. I recommend supplements for all my probiotic supplements for all my clients. It doesn't matter whether they're a day old or they're 100 years old. Everybody right. should be taking probiotics. So they've been getting a lot of attention, more, you know, lot more, loads more studies about their benefit. And because it not only helps the digestive system, but boosts the immune system. So anti-inflammatory on the skin. So if you've got flare-ups, rashes, anything that's going on, so it can really help to calm any irritation down. So into our 40s, which is where both and you are, mm-hmm. you I are, then we're facing those fine lines that sometimes get a little bit bigger. But, you know, try and embrace it and really, really go with natural skincare at this time. Antioxidants are huge. Mm-hmm. They are throughout your life. They're the ones that are cancer busting, pollution busting, absolutely everything. Inflammation, whether you have sore knees, sore elbows, sore anything in your body, really, really important. So that's eating greens every day. That's having beta carotene rich foods. So again, those oranges, those yellows, the red peppers, all of those kind of things, selenium, fiber, just eat a rainbow every day. It's honestly the easiest way that I can can visually suggest that people change their diet. Because if you're looking at stuff that's going on, you know, berries are mm-hmm. so high in antioxidants as well. Just consume at will. So, so good. And then into your 50s, this is when hormonal changes are, you know, happening again, maybe, as, as it might have been like in, pre- in pregnancy. Me. Well, my, I'm, I feel like I'm getting hot flashes already in my late 30s, but All right. okay. I, I feel that way. Yeah. Like right now, I'm really warm. <laughs> yeah, it is hot today though, isn't it? It's, it's, it, yeah, it's just closed today. So um, with menopause, uh, lots of different things change. So right. I can actually remember when my mom was going through menopause, you know, the hot flashes and things mm-hmm. like that. But she said, I feel like a prune. I feel like I'm oh. everything in me on me is just dry. So one of the really great things um, that you can use is argan oil mm-hmm. from from uh, Morocco. And in recent research, it shows that it improves the elasticity. So, you know, like an elastic, your skin kind of, you know, moves and right. then bounces back. So you can use it. Argan oil you can take internally. Mm-hmm. It's most famous for, you know, putting on your hair, smoothing your hair. Yeah, I think like hair products. Well, this is the thing. Loads the beauty, of hair products. The beauty industry has has kind of um, capitalized on all of these hot buzzwords. They have. That make us, you know, kind of worry or feel like we need more so collagen and antioxidants. Yeah. I know argan oil has been very popular in recent years, like you said, for a hair product. So yeah. nice, smooth, glossy, full That's locks, right. that sort That's of right. thing. But um, you can also just buy it in that from the health food store in a in a bottle and then you put a few drops on your finger and you put it on your skin before you go to bed. It's not when you buy you know, any cream or shampoo or anything like that, if you actually turn the label over and have mm-hmm. a look at it, the argan oil is going to be pretty far down. It's not right. cheap. Yeah. Um, I actually had the pleasure of being in Morocco recently and saw the the labor that goes into extracting the oil. So what is argan oil? So um, argan, uh, the argan fruit mm-hmm. is kind of like the size of a li- large grape. Okay. And then when they pick that, then it's, but it's really, it's very hard. So there's cooperatives around Marrakesh, which is where I was. And then the women, they sit there and they have two stones mm-hmm. and they first they have to roast it and then they sit there and they crack it. Is so it like a nut or is it a fruit? It has, well, they call it a fruit, but mm-hmm. but what we're trying to get to is kind of like the almond on the inside. Right. So they crack it and then they have to crack it again. And that second layer, they actually feed to all the animals. None of this is wasted at all. 
And then they get to the seed. So kind of like an almond. They all looked like, you know, halves of almonds. Right. And then that goes into this huge stone grinder that these women sit there and, you know, work away. And mm-hmm. and it goes in circles. And then the oil comes out from that stage where the oil, it kind of looks like peanut butter, actually. Right. And then from that stage, then they have to knead it with water in order to get the oil out. And then wow. all the solid that's left, they call that black soap. So they use every single bit of it. So I have a complete appreciation for the cost that goes into it because, you know, for something like not even a liter, it takes over 10 hours. Wow. To, to, and it to would get that. take a lot of the fruit, obviously, because it's, it would. Yeah. You're getting and the these tiny tre- bit these, of seed in the yeah, middle. These, um, these trees have got loads and loads and loads of these fruit in there. And actually, argan trees are only within a hundred kilometers in Marrakesh. They've picked up these trees and they've tried to move them somewhere else. They will not grow anywhere else. Really? They will only grow here. So it's really, that's why it's sort of from Morocco. The other thing for uh, for in your 50s is also an, another strong antioxidant called coenzyme Q10. Really good for your brain, great for your heart. But again, we want those antioxidants Where going in Where do you get that there. in food? You you need to have that from a supplement. Oh, that's that was, a supplement. That would be from, you know, from, from okay. taking a supplement. And then also make sure you're getting your vitamin D. Vitamin D My so, told me is that. so important mm-hmm. all throughout your lives, you know, important for babies just as they're born all the way up to, you know, again, it's sort of into your, into your 90s or, you know, if you're still with us for that long, then because as you get older, your skin's capacity to produce vitamin C from the sun is reduced. Okay. So we were talking about sunscreen, right? So mm-hmm. you put sunscreen on, then you're not actually taking in the vitamin D as much anyway. So there's that situation going on. But then when your skin doesn't actually have that ability as much anymore. The vitamin D going in is so important for so many things, anti-cancer, um, you know, it's so important for bones, osteoporosis, all of, all of those kind of things. All right. So there's a great tool on the chfa.ca where mm-hmm. you can look for your local health food store because that's really where you're going to find a lot okay. of these things from. Type in your postcode and then it's going to going to fi- help you find your uh, your nearest health food store. All right, great. And we can find all of these great items at the health food store, maybe already in our kitchen. Great tips. That's Thank right. you so much, Leanne. Thank you. And of course, if you want to reach Leanne or find out more, you can visit her website. It's sproutright.com. You're listening to The Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. After the break, try to guess how much food Canadians waste each year. I'll let you know your guesses. You can text me at 71010. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Canadians waste thirty-one billion dollars worth of food each year. Yes, billion, and half of that food we waste is actually at home. Yet there's a growing number of Canadians who go hungry on a regular basis. We have, as we hear often in the news, an increasing number of children who go to school with nothing to eat. They're unable to focus, aren't able to learn. Uh, One in four people who visit food banks actually have a university degree or higher. So that might go against some of the, you know, stereotypes or judgments that you have about people who, who use food banks. But still, we waste 31 billion dollars of food in Canada. We have so much food that we just throw it away. There's just so much extra. But yet there's people in our neighborhoods who go hungry, people that you don't maybe 
know about that live very close to you. There are people in your child's class. There's the kid that could be sitting next to your uh, child in school who might go to bed hungry. So one organization that's trying to minimize that waste is Second Harvest. I've got Tanya Krauser here from Second Harvest, and I'm really glad you came in to do this interview because there's so much... There's so many interesting things about the work that you do, and I think a lot of people in Toronto, in the GTA, um, may recognize the logo. They may have seen your trucks on the road somewhere, and they know that there's food in there, but they don't necessarily know where it's coming from and where it's going. So let's talk a little bit about what Second Harvest does. Sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, that's true. Some people recognize Second Harvest from the name and see our trucks on the roads. We do have seven refrigerated trucks on the road every day, uh, but might not know what we do. They might know that we have something to do with food, but might not be familiar with the term food rescue. So actually, Second Harvest has been rescuing and delivering good surplus food in the GTA for over 30 years now. So we actually just reached a milestone and rescued our 100 millionth pound of food. Wow. So, That's um, a, well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're thrilled to hit that milestone. and We're thrilled to have rescued all that good food and prevented it from going to waste. However, we know there's still more food out there. On average now, we're rescuing over 7 million pounds of food just in the GTA mm -hmm. alone. And we know we're not getting to all of it. There is still good perfectly good, mostly perishable yeah. surplus food out there uh, to be rescued. And then there's certainly, like you said, people in our community who are going hungry who could use the food. So it is absurd in this flourishing, beautiful, vibrant city of ours that we'd have perfectly good food going to waste and at the same time people who are going hungry. It's amazing to me because you hear of hunger in a lot of uh, areas or countries that are they're they're poor, and mm -hmm. in North America, we are very rich countries. Um, we, you know, if we buy a lot more than we need, we buy, you know, we like to buy bulk. We buy large quantities. Yep. Uh, I didn't get to that salad. It went ah well, just throw it out, yeah. right? Yep. So, um, but yet the the gap between you know the ones who can who can eat and who can't um, is really growing. It's not like we are congratulating ourselves because oh, there's. You know, we, we're, uh, there aren't that many hungry people out there. There are a lot of hungry people. There are. Uh, out there. The food that we rescue and deliver provides uh, food to 100,000 people each month. Just, wow. in, just in our city. And it is easy for most of us to go throughout our day, go throughout our daily routine without thinking about people who are hungry. We might pass by people in the streets uh, asking for money, or we see people who are obviously uh, living on the streets. Um, and those are some of the people that we serve. Um, like you said, there are people who are their kids sitting in your your own children's classroom mm -hmm. who are hungry. There are probably people that you work with who are really struggling to make ends meet. We actually received uh, a letter prior to me working at Second Harvest. I had a vision of you know the people that we served, and uh, my first year of working at Second Harvest, we received a letter from a woman in northern Ontario who had come to the city for cancer treatment, and she had to come on her own. None of her family was able to come because of financial restraints, and obviously going through cancer treatment, her body needed nourishment mm -hmm. uh, to help fight the disease. And she went to one of our agencies and received good, nutritious, healthy food uh, that helped her uh, during her stay here. And she wow. wrote us a really, really gracious, thankful letter. And it's, I mean, you, you never imagine what people's situations could be like mm -hmm. and what has led them to, to be in a place where they're food insecure. So, uh, you know, 
Second Harvest and the agencies that we work with, over 200 social service agencies on the front lines of hunger every day, are so critical to supporting uh, these people who are who are really dependent on on these food services. Now, where is the food coming from that's um, that you're picking up that's being donated? Is it restaurants? Is it grocery stores? Yeah, it's some restaurants. It's grocery stores, absolutely. Uh, all the five major grocery retailers uh, donate to Second Harvest. It's food manufacturers, distributors, the St. Lawrence Market oh, has been a good. longtime supporter. Uh, lots of restaurants in the area. And the restaurant community was really the first to jump on board and support Second Harvest uh, back in 1980. And we're grateful for their uh, continued support. Uh, places like the Ontario Food Terminal that you'd see if you're driving along the Gardner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, large scale. Uh, it is large scale because, of course, as shoppers, when we go into grocery stores, we expect to see uh, quality, quantity, variety. And uh, that's what the grocery stores have to put out there. So yeah, that's uh, that's all the food that we rescue. Now, and I know, as, as you mentioned, there's a lot more food to be rescued because... Even just on social media, you hear about someone saying, oh, you know, it's really sad to walk by this fast food restaurant or this coffee shop and they're throwing out bags of food. So there is and people like dumpster diving is sort Mm -hmm. of a a thing where people wait for food to be thrown out from maybe a bakery or a small restaurant and they go. So and they go and they try to like salvage a meal out of that. Um, So there is a lot of food left uh, to be donated, to be rescued. If someone out there is listening and says, you know, I I would like to donate food, what sort of situation um, Mm -hmm. would allow someone to donate? If they work for a company or how would that work? There are a couple of ways uh, people can get involved with Second Harvest and help support food rescue. One is, of course, donating financially, helping us keep the trucks on the road filled Mm -hmm. with gas. Uh, Two is anyone who works at a food service uh, company uh, restaurant, or even like you said, a corporation that does a lot of catering, does a lot of meetings, events. Uh, you know, just call us 416-408-2594 or go online secondharvest.ca to find out how to reach us. And typically for one of our trucks to make a stop, it has to be about 50 pounds of food mm-hmm. and then one pound is one meal. So about 50 meals. Okay. That being said, we do a lot of brokering of food. So if it doesn't make financial sense for us to send a truck to that stop, we will connect uh, you or other food donors with another social service agency in the area who is happy to take the food. Oh, that's so then good. you could bring it to them or you could arrange, contact them directly and arrange for them to pick it up. So we also broker food in mm-hmm. addition to going out and rescuing it ourselves. That's good because it does have to make financial sense yes. for you if you only have so many trucks, yes. only so many people <laughs> to drive the trucks that, you know, someone says I've got five pounds of food. Yeah. It's tough for you to make that stop across the city. Mm-hmm. But if someone, if you are at work and you know you're having a corporate function and maybe you have 10 to 15 pounds of food, call anyway because they can put you in touch with maybe a, a shelter or something nearby so that it definitely doesn't go to waste. Exactly. Um, let's talk about... Toronto Taste very quickly. 25th year. Congratulations. Thank you. Some of the top uh, chefs in the city will be there. Uh, many of the big ones have been supporting this all along. Uh, and I, I will say to listeners that they'll hear the price of the ticket. It is not cheap. It's $250, but they get a tax receipt for half of that. Yes. So you get a tax receipt for $125. But it's such a great cause. It's such a great evening. And this is how I put it. That for that extra $125, um, you get to try the food from Toronto's best chefs in one night. Over and that is a rare them. opportunity. Yeah. 
Exactly. Over 50 of them. So when you look at the ticket price, it is a hefty ticket price. Toronto Taste is a fundraiser for Second Harvest. It accounts for 20% of our annual fundraising revenue. So it is a very important day for us. Uh, but it is a way for you to try over 50 of the city's best restaurants, interact with these chefs mm -hmm. that you don't actually get to see sometimes. If you're going to their restaurant, they step out from behind the kitchen and, and, and greet you and you can, they explain their food. Uh, their concept, everything behind it, how they run their restaurants. Uh, and then also there are over 30 beverage purveyors as well. So it's the food and the drink combination. We're down at Chorus Key, down by the lake. It's a beautiful setting. It's both indoors and outdoors. And it really is the premier culinary event in the city. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. So it's Sunday, June 7th. That's right. And uh, there's a lot of great uh, silent auction prizes, great entertainment. You know, some of the you know big sort of food network stars yes. will be there as well and uh i'm just you know i think it's it's a nice treat if you're if you're thinking of going out for a nice evening um then i think this is it because you're also you're enjoying yourself but you're also helping a great cause Absolutely. at the same time uh, and what is your goal this year in terms Our of fundraising fundraising goal is seven hundred and thirty three thousand dollars so that will enable us to provide over 1.4 million meals so for each ticket purchased you'll know that you're providing 250 meals to someone in need Wow. So Second Harvest is able to rescue and deliver uh, enough food uh, to provide two meals for every dollar donation we receive. That's impressive. So efficiency is really important to us. Yeah. And because all the food is donated mm -hmm. uh, from our food donors, that's how we're able to create such an efficient model. That's great. And there's... um. Great information on the website as well, secondharvest.ca. If you want to find out more, torontotaste.ca. And uh, there's info there on uh, volunteering, yeah. donating. And again, if you've got, a, you know, maybe a big uh, company party coming up this summer and you know there's going to be f some food left over, definitely give them a call, connect with them, and, and that uh, extra food can go to uh, some hungry bellies and not go to waste. Thank you so much, Tanya. Thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on June 7th. Great. We're taking a quick break here on the Pay Chen Show. And uh, coming up after the break, Vinny White joins me. We'll see what he's up to. This is the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. I'm Pei Chen. Uh, PeiChen.com is the website if you want to find out more. If you want to uh, catch a podcast that you may have missed. Also, I do have a contest going on there now. You can just click on blogs once you get onto the website. It's a $200 gift card to Girl Friday, which is a really cute local boutique in Toronto. It's on Queen West near Trinity Bellwoods Park, and uh, they've offered a $200 gift card. Uh, it's a little store that I've been shopping at for many years, and um, the owner there, Rebecca, she actually makes uh, and carries a line of dresses, mostly dresses that she designs. And what I like about that is they're actually made in Canada as well, which is kind of nice because I think more often than not, we try to find things that are made locally and sometimes it can, price is often what dictates our decisions, but uh, but very reasonably priced there, a lot of great fun things and um, that's the website. And on Twitter and Instagram, at Pei Chen. Vinny White joins me now. Good evening, Vinny. Good evening. What is coming up on your show? Tonight, we are going to talk about the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, do you like? Do you watch that every year? Is I that... keep an eye out. Um, so I'll explain what it is and how glittery and sequiny that it is and all the, the hoo-ha around it. 
And also, I'm going to talk about breastfeeding because I've been doing a lot of that recently. Um, I don't really know why you're talking about breastfeeding. Apparently, in Hungary this week, lots of mothers decided to do a breastfeeding protest because one of them was... Ki- oh, there I am on mic. Where was I before? Hello, everyone. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, and apparently this week there was... Uh, a woman in a McDonald's in Hungary was told to put her knockers back in her shirt because she was doing naughty, naughty business feeding a baby, which apparently is absolutely acceptable. You can do that if you want. And so as a protest, she put it on Facebook and Twitter and 100 mums came and breastfed their kids. Good for them. Mm, flash mob of boobs. Well. I suppose it is a flash mob, isn't it? it well, and, the, and the baby was hungry and hungry. Mm. I was trying to work that gag in. And it's, Were you? Yeah. I was trying to work out how you could do it. And I think you did it for me. It's just not that good. <laughs> it, no, yeah. I guess it I, was okay. It was acceptable. It's I'm sure there's a better way of doing it. Text your hungry jokes. <laughs> if you could make that gag work better, um, there's definitely it could be better than that. If you could do better than what Vidi and I just did about yeah. with Flash Mob and with Hungry uh, for his... Breastfeeding story. Maybe you could write the comedy seven, headline. Yeah. Yeah. Seven ten ten. You can text in and let us know because his show is coming up and he's going to have lots of great things to say about. I don't it. like it when you question the quality of my show with your tone. I didn't question it. You did. This is this is what you just did. He's got lots of interesting things to say. <laughs> what in I my want head. from you, I want the support of a co-host that can say something like this. Vinny's show's going to be fantastic. Contribute. I say that sometimes. You've never said that my show's any good. I always tell people to keep listening. That's why you're on right now. So, Oh, sorry. You tell people to keep listening. And keep that, listening. I should interpret that as Vinny's Vinny show is great. I never say great. It's a bit cryptic. That's okay. What do you think of my show? Come on, let's have it. No, you know what? I was questioning it because I don't really... The topic is still in my head as um, breastfeeding. Okay, let's go back to that question. What do you think of my show? I think it's all right. (laughs) Kidding. I think you're funny sometimes. I think you're funnier with me. What, than on my own? Mm Mm-hmm. So what you've done, you've made this about you again, haven't you? (laughs) Just so we're clear. Success! (laughs) I'm so good at this. Um, Hey, I wanted uh, to know what you think about this. I put this up on um, Twitter this week. It drives drives me nuts. There there are... um, Men and maybe and women probably do this too, but for my example, it's it's men. This is what I get. Mm. So there will be men that I uh, that maybe follow me on Twitter on or even like Facebook friends because they're not necessarily all people that I know very well. There's a lot of people who are listeners or viewers from past shows that I've done, so I leave it pretty open and I like yeah. interacting with people. Mm. And I like it. I don't mind it when it's sort of open and in public. Like if you comment on a picture I've posted on Facebook or something. What I don't like about Facebook um, is that suddenly someone thinks that they can start a a private message conversation with you, especially when that someone is married or that someone is in a relationship. And I happen to know that because, you know, maybe we've been Facebook friends for a year or two and their stuff pops up in my feed. Okay. And it, it really actually angers me when I suddenly get a, a private message mm. from someone on Facebook because it's anyone can message you on Facebook. On Twitter, I don't follow uh, as many people, so they can't message me privately. Right. Um, and uh, I got one this week where it was just someone that I had met through a work function, very friendly, whatever, who was married mm. and said, 
I think you look really beautiful in mm. that photo. And I didn't like that. Am I going too far? Am I overreacting? I don't think I am because I, I, I thought, I don't want you to mess, private message me that yeah. at all. I understand. Yeah, I do. Because it, it would be weird if it was under the photo because the word beautiful, you know, is not quite pretty. It's quite intense, I think. But, you know, like I have a lot of friends who are very joking and jovial and they might be like, oh, not a great photo. Or, hey, nice photo. And like that is, it's yeah. cool, right? Like, nice photo. Or, this is a good one of you. And even if you said those words under the photo in the public domain, it would be less weird because it would, there wouldn't be any attempted intimacy. So what you're saying is he's a, by private messaging you, he's he's becoming too intimate and using intimate words way too intimate. I don't know who you and are. And then wanting to start a conversation. Well, what was that? Why? How do you know that? Did he well, ask no, then a question? And, I, and so I said, oh, thanks. Uh, you know, just thanks. Yeah. Uh, oh, how have you been? I don't want to start a conversation. This is... No, you want you compliment a photo. I'm I don't want to read too much into it, but I'm a, I don't think you needed to private message me that. Yeah. And then, oh, how are things? Fine. Why did you reply to his? You should have not said thank you. Really, shouldn't you? I get. You know what? Maybe part of me just thought like, oh, okay, it's just a. It could be just a. You look nice. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Just like polite, yeah. thanks. You're right, I should just ignore it. Or go way too far the other way. Just say, do you want to smash? That'll freak him out. Yep, that is Of course, it abs- might backfire because he might say yes. That is absolutely the response I want to give to strangers <laughs> online. That's Good what I advice. always write. Weirdly, no one ever says yes. If you want dating advice yeah. or advice uh, about how to deal with um, the opposite sex or the same sex, mm. you can text in at 71010 and you can ask Vinny all Was it the it. word that you didn't like? Should I have said, <laughs> made, do you want to make love? Uh, someone is just messaging me right now. So, uh, come on, Pay. Not every married guy PMing you is after you. People say nice things because they want to be nice. I absolutely agree. I think mm. sometimes it's the tone. People message me all the time for different things. And it might be like, hey, I like that segment you did. That is nice. That's fine. I got a creepy vibe from this one and I didn't like it. Fair enough. You know? I'd like to argue with you, but I don't think I will. I'd probably be the same if I was a woman. I'm not even saying that it's like you're creeping on me. I'm just saying it's uncomfortable. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, when fair it, it, that You know what I think it was? It was the starting of the conversation yeah. afterwards. And I was like, I don't think we need to start a conversation when we're absolute, we're total strangers. If that was my husband and I went onto his Facebook, I'm like, why are you starting conversations with someone you don't know? It'd be different. I was like, hey, this is a friend of mine from high school. Mm. How's it been? What have you been up to? It's different. The context is very different. What was his name? I'm not going to say his name. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would. So, anyway. Was he good looking? I don't think it matters. It doesn't, but was he good looking? It doesn't matter. Hey, doesn't maybe it's matter. polyamory. Yeah, there's there's an app for that. Hey, oh, Elliot, do you have that clip that I sent you? I do. Okay, this clip, it does not even relate to what we're talking about right now, but I heard it played on um, More in the Morning earlier this week, and they were talking about spelling bees, and it's a a couple of years old. It's from 2008. It's of uh, the Scripps National Spelling Bee. It's an eighth grader, and it it was a clip that I heard in the morning that made me laugh so hard that I just thought it'd be fun to play. Hit me. Numna. What you Num nut? What? Numnut. 
Namna is a felt or sheepskin pad placed between a horse's back and the saddle to prevent chafing. Can, can, I, get, can I say it and then you say it? Yeah. Namna. Oh, Namna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You weren't insulting me. That's a relief. <laughs> Language of origin, please. Oh, that's enough, Elliot. I just needed. I wanted that out when he said that's a relief. That's good. <laughs> Don't you? Lo I I laugh really hard. Love it. Absolutely love it. But the kid, he's like, numb nut. <laughs> and then the moment of realization of like, oh, oh, it's a totally different word. Numb nah. Okay, I just thought that was adorable. And the thing is, is that video lives on forever, and it's seven years later. <laughs> really. <laughs> And he's going to be, he's the Numna kid. Forever. <laughs> Bless him. That will never go away. No, it won't. So great things coming up on your show. Uh, thank you. That's much more like it. Yes, great things are about to happen. How was your show? I'm afraid I didn't hear it because I was writing mine. I, it was fantastic. You know what? Second Harvest is a great organization. And uh, we're going to talk a bit more about it next week as well because uh, the station News Talk 1010 is supporting Toronto Taste, which is a really great event and fundraiser for Second Harvest. So I want to throw that website out there again for people, secondharvest.ca. Um, you can go there and find out how you can donate money, how you can donate food, and how you can even donate your time. They do really great work. And way too much food is being wasted in our city so we can make good use of it. Feed people in need. Paychen.com. Have a great night, everyone. Vinny White is coming up next. You look really beautiful. Thank you.